Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host, joined today by Eric Nalin, publisher of Inside Texas. Eric, big news uh, for the Longhorns today. A guy from down in your neck of the woods at C.E. King High School in Houston, uh, Dylan Spencer, uh, commits to uh, the Longhorns. Tell us what happened. Number Second commitment of the year, by the way, uh, on the class of 2022. Uh, what happened with Dylan Spencer? Tell us a little bit about him. Yeah, well, I mean, clearly it caught us both off guard. You're in a hotel room. I had to change my shirt. I was wearing an Anheuser-Busch T-shirt. I figured I'd put on something a little more presentable. Um, so, yeah, you know, um, he caught me off guard, and I hate surprises in, in my line of work. I mean, every once in a while it's fun when Cam Rising flips out of nowhere. Yeah, we have some fun with it. But, good Lord, I really do hate surprises, and he got me. Um, I, I've been – you know, he's, he's not somebody that, that does a lot of talking. I've gone to see him a couple of times, and I know his coach – uh, it, obviously his head coach is Derek Fitzhenry, Brock Fitzhenry's father. Uh, and so I, I've been by CE King a number of times. I'm not surprised that Texas landed him, but I am surprised that they got him this soon. Uh, he was wanting to decide during the summertime. Uh, but it was clear that Texas was recruiting him fairly hard. Uh, and Bo Davis has a pretty interesting in in this recruitment. His defensive line coach, uh, Walter Morham, is a Pete Jenkins disciple. A lot of people that know football closely know Pete Jenkins is kind of like the godfather of defensive line recruiting in the South. Uh, longtime coach at LSU, uh, a mentor to both, both Bo Davis and to Walter Morham. Uh, you know, Dylan visited Texas at the, uh, in the middle or end of January. I talked to him soon after, and it was clear that Texas was a player, but he's also interested in A&M, uh, LSU to a, to a degree. Uh, and he, was, he wasn't really in a big hurry at the time. He was going to decide in the summer. And then obviously they, they got him off the timeline today. Six foot four, 241 pounds. Uh, in the on three consensus, he's ranked number 168 in the country, uh, the number 29 player in the state of Texas, and a four-star. Also had all scholarship offers from LSU, A&M, Southern Cal, Baylor, and Arizona State, among others. Uh, Eric, uh, what position does he project as? Tell us a little bit more about him as a player. Yeah, well, first of all, I'll say, you know, you mentioned him being 6'4", and he is all of that. He is he's very tall, very long. When I went and watched him work out in the gym, you know, they've got their squat racks, and then between the squat racks, they had pull-up bars, and the pull-up bars elevated above the squat rack, and he was standing flat-footed and reaching up. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I, you know, I wish Jerry would have been there to see it because we know how he is on wingspan and arm length. Um, <clears throat> he's, he's exactly in line with what they're looking for at edge. You know, these guys are not typically one or the other when it comes to, to stopping the run or getting after the passer. You know, if, you, if you're a great pass rusher, sometimes you get pushed around in the run game. Sometimes if you're stout against the run, uh, you, you don't get pressure on the quarterback. He's kind of in the middle of both. Um, there are times when he's a really good pass rusher. I particularly caught my eye as a sophomore with his ability to bend around the corner. That was when he was at Katie Taylor High School. Um, this year, I think he's, he's probably a little bit more of a, of a run stopper as, as he's gotten bigger. He might not be quite as uh, uh, bendy around the edge as he once was, uh, but he's, he's right in line with what they're looking at. I know he was pretty high up on the board. It's going to be really interesting to see how they navigate numbers going forward. Uh, but he's an all around Jack uh, defensive end sort, but exactly what Jacoby uh, Jones played last year uh, and, and what they're trying to get O'Shawn Mathis for uh, this year. Uh, but he's, he's, he's a really good fit for that. And I wasn't surprised that they prioritized him. Yeah, um, you said you mentioned he played at Katie Taylor as a sophomore. You also uh, he took a circuitous route even to to Katie Taylor. Then on now he plays at C.E. King. Where did he play his high school ball at even earlier than that? Uh, yeah, West Orange Stark as a freshman. Um, you know, I checked into this because, you know, sometimes you can get some different answers on, hey, maybe there's a red flag here. Uh, I looked into it and there's there's no reason for concern there. And obviously, Texas felt the same way. But yeah, he was at uh, Katie Taylor with Hayden Connor, Texas uh, commit or signee. Uh, you know, they were there for that year together. 
Um, yeah, he, that's where he caught my eye when he was at Taylor. It's, you know, it's, it's a good prospect. But like I said, good fit, very quiet kid. It's going to be interesting to see how it works uh, long term. But he was, on a, he was on a really good defensive line at CE King. They had a good year, surprising to the upside. And I think they're going to do that again this season. That's interesting, the connection with Walter Morham. Um, segwaying into the, the discussion that we've been having inside Texas, uh, for a while now is the visit weekends coming up March 26th and April 2nd. Uh, Spencer, as of a couple of days ago, was scheduled to come in uh, on that April 2nd weekend. Uh, this is interesting how all of it's playing out now. There are, you know, 30, 40 guys over the next uh, couple of weekends, not this coming weekend, but the two after that uh, for the big two big recruiting weekends for the Longhorns in the spring, it looks like. Yep. Yep. And Spencer, I think was wise to get in there when he did, uh, you know, there's a number of edge prospects that they're looking at and, and right in visit season is when things can start heating up. So if you know that that's the school you want to go to, uh, it's probably wise to jump on board. Um, you know, those spots can go in a hurry. You know, we've seen offer up, we've seen commitment runs, you know, where they, they just reel off one after another and spots start going pretty quick. I think that's why, you know, Dylan knew it was time to, 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 to land a spot. And, you know, uh, Texas wasn't doing great with Jordan Renaud, who they were pretty high on. Uh, he's probably going to go somewhere in, the, in Florida, maybe OU, uh, but they're still there with Ashton Porter. Colton Vosick is there. Uh, Dylan Spencer might have looked around the room and said, hey, you know, let me secure my spot. And, and, and that helped uh, get him off the timeline. Gotcha. Um, Eric, what do you, you like this take by Texas? I do. He's a, you know, like I said, he's an all around uh, edge, uh, maybe not going to be a guy that, that racks up 12 sacks, uh, but definitely someone that's going to play the run and pass uh, pretty well, you know, just, just a good all around football player. And, you know, he's got some real quickness. I think the only thing keeping him from being elite, you know, top 50 sort of uh, type of player uh, is maybe just a little bit of tightness in his hips that, that keeps him from becoming a, a fantastic edge rusher as it is. He's just, you know, a pretty, pretty good at, at it as far as the college project projection goes. Gotcha. Um, you mentioned uh, O'Shawn Mathis earlier, as we talk about this position for Texas and what their needs are, and Texas gets ready for spring ball. Uh, I want everybody to understand that uh, at Inside Texas, we're getting ready this week to do a special series prior to uh, a special written series prior to uh, uh, spring ball starting, uh, investigating and, and going in depth at every single position. It's something I think everybody's going to enjoy. Uh, you know, Eric, this uh, Spencer I mentioned is commitment number two. Number one was Jamel Johnson, the defensive back out of Arlington, Seguin, that is still taking official visits or, or what says he will st still take official visits elsewhere. Any, any else, anything else you're looking at on the horizon after Dylan Spencer right now, or is this a, a, a month that, or th is this, we need to wait another 10 days, we think, before we start seeing some more dominoes fall? Yeah, you know, when, uh, when, when we saw the, uh, the cue go up from Brandon Harris about, you know, likely uh, commit, I was, I was struggling to figure out who, you know, the first person we hit up was Will Randall, tied in out of uh, uh, New Orleans, uh, Arch Manning's teammate. And, you know, it wasn't him, obviously. We found out before it was, uh, before we found out Spencer, we knew it wasn't Randall. So that was one of the only guys we were thinking about from a timeline standpoint. You know, I had written an article a couple of weeks ago how March was more about positioning than pouncing. Uh, so this one caught me a little bit off guard. I, I thought that they would get him a little later down the road. Um, but, I, I, you know, another one, these things can come out of out of nowhere. But a, a lot of kids are, aren't like Dylan Spencer these days. They, they tend to telegraph their moves and their decisions a little more in advance. Spencer, if there's one that was going to catch us off guard, it, it would be him. You know, for a long time, he hadn't had a cell phone. So he's just hasn't he just hasn't really been uh, embraced the, the process like a 2020s kid, more like a 1990s kid. Yeah, not as much, uh, not as much on social media, that sort of stuff, uh, as well. 
All right, uh, Eric Nalin, publisher, uh, Inside Texas. Thanks for joining us. Congratulations to Dylan Spencer, the newest Longhorn. I will say this, one last thing, 6'4", 241, long arm, SEC body type. Yeah, SEC big kid. All right, take care, Eric. I'll see you soon. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.